to the Random Tea Stranger Things podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about season one, episode three, Holly Jolly. I'm not going to sing. Okay. I want to. I know you do. I know you do. Um, I, this was a big episode. I did it anyway. I know you did. Okay. I it, was waiting it, for you to. A lot happened. This was a big, this was a very formative episode. It was. Um, this is where... I feel like this is really, we've had a couple episodes of getting to know your, your mm-hmm. players, and this is where the ball really starts to go. Yeah. Start rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much happened in, what was it? These things have like a 45, 50 minute runtime. Yeah. Yeah. They they do a lot with it, too. They do. Um, shit, so much happens. Um, Barb? Yeah. Yeah. Something happens. We don't really know. Um, we get Joyce sees big breakthrough with with Joyce and Will. Yeah. Um, big breakthrough with what Hopper's working on. Yeah, it's it's you a lot to unpack and a um, lot happening with Nancy and her and her question and mark Steve friends. Steve and mm-hmm. there's a um, lot going on, and then of course our 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 heroes. Oh, the kids. Yeah. It's all, oh, there's just so much, and I, I we're just going to have to go through the recap. Either, it's either do the recap or just right, do or the Right, or just recap. start shouting. Um, <laughs> but before we get to that, we have some feedback. Yay! Uh, it's a kind of a all-over-the-board okay. conversation. So but it's not spoilery. You, you've pre-screened. I've pre-screened it. The things that are mentioned that could potentially have been spoilery happened in this episode. So, cool, cool. Uh, it's a mention of the quarry. Yeah. Because you don't see the quarry till this episode, so... It's from Gina. Yay. Hey, Gina. We haven't heard from you in a while. I I know, right? She says, hi, ladies. I'm super excited about your upcoming Stranger Things podcast. It's ongoing. (laughs) I love the show, and now I have an extra reason to rewatch before season two. Sweet. My goal is to binge watch season two when it comes out. My friends and I agreed we're not hanging out that weekend, but we'll text each other during bathroom breaks. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, For the screaming. Yeah, I'm going to need to watch it real quick. I think we're going to have to to not get spoiled on stuff. And then... And then rewatch when a, we... Yeah, because then we'll do a, a, a Yeah, podcast. that's that's probably a good a good yeah, uh, we'll strategy. To, we'll work that out. Because yeah. I can't not watch it. Yeah, and then if you watch it, I'm going to have to watch it because you're going to be like... It'll be chaos. Poking me with a stick. Dogs you know and cats living together. It's It'll be mayhem. Uh, so anyway, she goes on to say this. So this holds some extra special places in my heart for two reasons. It's set in my home state, Yoo-hoo! and there is old school D and D. Yes. While it's set in Indiana, it was filmed where everything is filmed lately. Vancouver, Georgia. Oh, oh, wow! I didn't know that. Uh, so uh, there is no Hawkins, Indiana, which I think we've already discussed. Kind of right. like there is no Shermer, Illinois. <gasps> Shermer, you just shut your face. There's a Shermer, Illinois. Of course there is. Shut your face. <laughs> Uh, the counties they list also aren't Indiana counties, like Pawnee mashed some stuff together and said, this is Indiana. Yeah. However, there are places in Indiana that might be where there would be okay. a Hawkins. Okay. Based on the references to Indianapolis, the quarry and wooded areas okay. around Hawkins, uh, this would be more in the central or southern Indiana. Okay. I don't remember seeing any cornfields or cows during the entire series, which would put them in northern Indiana or my backyard. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Also, while it does get cold in central and southern Indiana, they don't get that much snow. 
Okay. So that which that, we talked about. We did the weather and last I'm, episode or two. I can't remember. And I'm glad that they that she's clearing this yes. up for us. Yes, we thank were questioning you. That. Uh, she said, so some of the outside shots do look a bit like November in Indiana. Okay. If they had decided to film in Indiana, the Shade State Park would have been a great place to film some of the forest scenes. That area also has the added perk of being known as Shades of Death due to the way the trees, the trees' shadows look or the legend of a settler going mad and murdering his wife. Oh, that's nice. Aw. That's a nice legend. That's nice. Sadly, I must report we don't have any Department of Energy Research Labs in Indiana. That you know of. That you know of. The closest one is in Chicago. However, there is an Air Force Reserve base in the central slash southern Indiana that would have made a great stand-in for the lab had they chosen to go that way. I, I feel like she's created an AU already. I know, right? One of the things that did hit me on my rewatch is how chill the adults are with the fact that these kids play D&D. Didn't really think about this until she mentioned it. Okay. This, this was 1983, and the moral panic about D&D was super high. Oh, because it was evil. I had forgotten about it because my parents Your were Your parents chill. were chill about it, yeah. They it didn't... was a, yeah, it was an intellectual's game. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that was why, that's why I think a lot of parents well, it's a, it, were, were dicks about it because they didn't understand it. Not not even that they didn't understand the mechanics of it. They didn't understand the appeal of it. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know... Demogorgons and stuff like that, so it must be evil. Yeah, it's much like the the Harry Potter. Yeah, or game. or playing what was it? Playing Ozzy backwards, and it's you know Led Zeppelin satanic. too. Don't forget Led oh, okay. Zeppelin. Yeah, there you go. And um, Judas Priest. Yes, Judas Priest. Very Judas, much Judas Priest. Priest. I love yes. Judas Priest. By the way, <laughs> just saying. Of course you do. Uh, she says it was so high. There was a group that year called Bad. B-A-D-D, bothered about Dungeons and Dragons. She's right. I totally, I remember what? it now. Now that she's mentioned, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh my God. If you have Wait, to, if you can't even there's more. say that you're like upset or whatever, you're just bothered. Bothered. The founder of the group blamed her son's suicide on supposed curse her son's character got during a game. What? The game, the game is a gateway to witchcraft and Satan. Oh, my God. Some of the older crowd I've gamed with recall having their D&D books taken and burned during the 80s. <gasps> yeah. See, that tells me you hold stock in the fact that, like, witchcraft is a, is a like, like, powers exist with, like, that can kill you and curse you and, like, actually kill your kid. There was also a great TV movie in 1981 starring Tom Hanks called Mazes and Monsters. What? About a man playing a role-playing game and losing his mind. If you want to see oh Tom Hanks God. in a train wreck 80s movie, I recommend it. Oh, my God. Are you feeling this may have to go on a... Uh, no, but I'm looking it up. Okay. So oh. so when Will goes missing and no one blames blames it on the devil game he was playing, I was a bit stunned and a little impressed since that would have been the easy thing to do based on the time period. Mm, that's true. I understand where you're coming from, Gina, but also this series is meant to appeal to those of us who remember... With fond who were, nostalgia. Who enjoyed the, the Stephen King, who enjoyed the 80s horror who enjoyed the Steven Spielberg, who enjoyed D&D. This was to appeal to us. Plus, I think you had to have the parents not tamping down on too much because otherwise the kids otherwise would be Otherwise we able don't to... get the kids. But, yeah. But yeah, totally. You, I get where she's coming from. And it makes sense, but... I'm glad your parents weren't dicks about it. No, my parents were... They encouraged it. They, like, we hosted the games at our house. Yeah. I mean, it's... 
A bottle it's people understand. It's people not liking things they don't understand or wouldn't find, you know. So on a lighter note, she says, "Okay, I have now headcanoned that Hopper is a cousin of Harvey Bullock." Okay, okay, accept him. They like their coffee, their donuts, their booze, and trying to nope shit until they can't nope it anymore. And then they hardcore police it. I like how they hint at how Will's mom and Hopper grew up together in Hawkins and how they were goof-offs when they were kids, and that's not who Will is. Yeah. You get the impression that the divorce is new, but that the relationship between the kids and Joyce is and always has been super close, and that the dad is a totally useless douche canoe. I didn't get the impression that the divorce was new. I kind of got the impression that, like... He hasn't been a part of their lives for a long time. I really never thought about it, so I couldn't say. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, she says, my husband believes that Jonathan is the child of Dwight Schrute. Dwight K. Schrute. Oh, my God. And Daryl Dixon. Oh, my God. <laughs> he kind of looks. Seriously, look at them and Jonathan would be their child. Yeah, a lot of people have said that he looks a lot like Daryl Dixon. He does. It's the eyes. It's the hair. Oh, that's... It's all of it. Well, you know, um, oh um, my God, what is his name? What is Daryl's name? Norman. Yeah, Norman Reedus. I couldn't remember his real name. Jesus. Uh, he, one of his eye sockets is metal. Really? Yeah, he was in an accident and they had I did to not reconstruct know that. Uh, one of his eyes, part of like, I want to say like, yeah, at least half of his orbital. Wow. Thing. It's metal. Yeah. That's fun for traveling. Fun facts. Yeah, fun facts. Uh, she says, speaking of children. I firmly believe that Dustin is what would happen if my husband and I ever had kids. Yeah. Slightly chubby nerd who likes D&D comics and corrects folks about The Hobbit. Yep. I love him so much. That would be our baby. While all the kids are amazing, it's Dustin that steals the show from the second he tries uh, na- to give Nancy a slice of pizza with that cute smile. He's so precious. Overall, this was a great intro piece to set up for an amazing series, and I look forward to watching it with all the teacups. Oh, <laughs> Yay. Hey. Uh, parting thoughts. If a die falls on the floor, you get to re-roll it. At least that's the rule I've always played with. We lived in different houses, Gina. <laughs> we lived in different houses. <laughs> but again, I mean, that's, I mean, it's like playing Monopoly. Yeah. House rules. Oh, that's, that's very House true. House rules. Everybody it, has their own different flavor of things. I remember if, I picked up using free parking as like you put your, you put your fees in there mm-hmm, to the city. Yeah. And, like, my mom thought that was, she was like, no, that is not how you play Monopoly. And I was like, dude, that's how my friends played it. She, well, and. She's a pure, she's a rule purist. Oh. Yeah. You're not surprised, are you, at all? No. No. No, I'm not. But, well, my thought on it was always, when you when you have friends, and just, let's just use Monopoly, because that's the easiest one. When you're playing right. Monopoly, it, whose house you are in. Yes. House rules. And I think the physical location. The mix of people. House rules, though. Yeah. If it's, if you are, if you are in my house. Yeah. We play by my house rules. If we are at your house, we play by your house rules. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, I do. Somebody, it has, you have to have the winning straw somewhere. Yeah. So when I was a kid. That was was how it was in your house. It just wherever it fell. Wherever we were. Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, She says it's hinted at that Will and Dustin might be the poorer kids compared to Mike and Lucas. Uh, Yeah, they're further. She has has backup. Yeah. She goes on to say Mike and Lucas are in walkie-talkie distance of each other. Mm -hmm. 
while it seems like Dustin and Will aren't. Will and Dustin also ride off into the same direction after the game ends. It is also shown in Will's house in the morning versus Mike's house in the morning. However, the family seems closer in Will's case compared to Mike. That's true. I hope that dad did enjoy that chicken. Oh, my God. That totally makes sense, though. Mm -hmm. If Lucas is that close to Mike, he's in... Walkie-talkie range. He's in that nice, nicer, nicer neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. A yeah. more... Is it affluent? Yeah, affluent. The word? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she's... Fucking Steve. Goddamn Steve. <laughs> he's only on screen for two scenes, and I hate his flippy hair and his douche canoe ways. You are not a ninja. You are a creepy roof climber who does not respect Nancy's study time. I, I would like to argue with that. Oh, Shania will argue with anything about Steve. Did he or did he not help her go through those flashcards? He did. And sort when of. And, and and when he pressed the issue and she said no. He did back off. What did he do? He backed off. I know. I know. You get real fighty about Steve. I'm just saying. I know. I know, boo-boo. It's okay. I'm just saying. Uh, and she closes with, can we agree that the music for the series is so good? So good. We can agree on that. Yes, we can. Uh, so move to feedback. Okay. So that's that. So yeah. Um, I would like more feedback. I know I would too. Backs on the feeds. Well, we actually have episodes that have, that are out there. Yes. Yes, we do. As of this recording. So. Two whole episodes. So, you know, don't go crazy kids. If you play us backwards, I don't know what you're going to hear. I can't really promise anything. I would kind of, that would be interesting though, wouldn't it? Yeah, because you can't spin us back like a record like you used to be able to. It'll just be incoherent screaming. Yeah, probably stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, So, you ready for recap? Yeah, let's just do this. You got writer, Um, director? Yeah, so this was directed by uh, Sean Levy, who is the Night at the Museum guy. Oh, I like the first one. Yeah, Uh, yeah, the second one was a hot mess. And I never saw the third one. Oh, the third one was a hotter mess. Oh, it got worse. The hottest of messes. The first one was the only one that matters. Yeah. It was great. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure because I don't like him. Well, and you you don't like those kind of movies. No. Those are not your jam, generally. No, but that one, if it's on yeah. TV. You'll watch I'll it. probably watch it. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so bad. Um, so, directed by Sean Levy, who is, you know, that and a bunch of other things. And it was written by Jessica Mecklenburg, who didn't really have anything in the IMDb that, uh, really stood out. But Lady Ryder. Lady Ryder. So, yeah. This, this is going to be good that she's got a name well, we on Stranger some, well, Things, we have though. some, we have a, we have good, strong female characters. Mm-hmm. We have a diverse Yes. Female characters. Because you've got Joyce versus Karen. Versus Nancy versus versus Barb. Versus Nancy versus Barb versus Eleven. Yeah. I mean, it's the librarian. Oh, um, yeah. The 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 woman at the the police station. What was her name that Hopper was following following her rant could be? Yeah. Doris. The coffee and contemplation lady? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got a wide range of female characters here. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Also, you and then uh, Barb's mom. Yeah, They're we different. get a little bit of her. So, so yeah. Um, so we start off with poor Barb, who has woken up somewhere. Oh yeah, the cliffhanger scene. Yeah, and yeah, it it okay. So it's like I took this to immediately mean there's some kind of parallel dimension because she's clearly in Steve's pool. Yes, but it's not Steve's pool. Well, she it's wakes weird up and, and she dark. has that liquid. Uh huh. Come out of her mouth. And, and she's, I'm like, she dead. 
Yeah, and she, she starts did. screaming for Nancy. And we see her grapple with being stalked by some kind of monster. And we so we go back and forth between her and Steve and Nancy getting it on. Yeah. And so eventually we see um, Barb try to climb out of the pool and get torn back or dragged back or whatever. And very it's not very great. No, but very 80s horror movie. Yes. Yes. So yeah, so immediately them putting it at the pool but not the pool that we we knew immediately told me I immediately thought alternate like alternate world. Alternate dimension something like something, that. Something yeah. Oh yeah. Um that's the introduction of it. Right, right. So and we've seen the place that we presume Will is at because Will disappeared the same way Barb did where it was just Light flicker and gone. But, we but don't, we're not quite but sure. But we don't know yet. There's so much we don't know. So much. But this is our introduction to it. And the and you only get a flash of the monster. Well, that's that's typical. That's all you need. And so do you think Nancy heard her? No. Yeah. Do you think Nancy heard Barb? I'm trying to keep her name straight. I wonder about that because she does the whole like. Like she thought she heard something. But also I don't know how much of that was her internally being like, oh my God, you're such a slut. Because you know there was a lot of that going on, too. Yeah. Or feeling guilty about leaving Barb out there. Yeah. Not necessarily that she heard her, but that she's I, like... I always got the impression that she heard her. That she heard something. Something. Because I think she would have legitimately heard a cry. Mm-hmm. Or a Nancy. But I mean... Then she would have stopped. Have you ever just been sitting around and you thought you heard your name? Mm, yeah. It depends on how faint. Because I think if she legitimately heard something that was a cry for help or her name, then she would have stopped. Maybe it's just me, but it's there are multiple times in my life where I have been sitting by myself, completely alone in the house, and just thought I heard my name. Uh, you're haunted? Well, that's... Clearly? Clearly. Uh, now, in... Like, at work, um, I'll hear my name, but my legal name yeah because guess what my real name's not john yeah is it not <gasps> my whole life sorry, sorry to spoil that for you guys my um, whole life is a lie but Mine's not queenie my legal name sounds is in like a wide variety of words yes yes so i hear my name a lot plus work shit yeah I mean, there's a lot of ambient sound so but yeah maybe it's just me so anyway yeah she gets pulled back and in. um yeah and so so she is we is don't know. Dead? I did not see her expire on screen. Yeah, and that's the rule. That's they the rule. They have to be DRT. Yeah. Yeah. So she's at least been kidnapped. She's been pulled away. We don't know if she's been mortally wounded. We don't know. Not even I mean, like the blood splurt. Like the monster just might have wanted to just, show her the way home. He like, just wanted a hug. He did. He just, he wanted, just a hug. wanted a hug with his face. Or his faceless face. Well, we get to that later. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, we go to uh, Nancy, who has gotten up, and she looks... Is it the next morning? No. I thought it was two by the light in his room, but when we see her leave the house through the patio okay. door, it's still dark out. Okay. Um, because she... Uh, and Steve, of course, like, I can't be super mad at him. Because, like, he fell asleep after sex. And some beer. And some, that's true, and teenager beer. So, like, 
I kind of can't feel bad at it. Like, I know. I'm like, it's I sh- shitty. It's like I should be angry with him it's about really that. It's really shitty because but, that was her first time. Yeah. And it's a thing because society has made it a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in Nancy's head, like something happened and then he's just like, meh, grunt. So like, I don't like that he didn't treat it with more... But also, like, falling asleep after sex is a thing. And beers. And beers. So, yeah. Um, So she leaves. Well, and also swimming. Yeah. Yeah. So she leaves, and she goes home, and her mom's there, and she lies about the whole what happened after the vigil that they totally went to. Can I take the mom's viewpoint on this? Because I'm gonna. Yeah. Mom was trying. I feel she like was. I feel like Nancy was being unnecessarily closed off, and Nancy looked shaken, and she's wearing different clothes. And her mom's like, "It doesn't matter what happened." Something, and mom knows something, and she doesn't press it. Yeah. She lets her go. But Nancy says, "Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened." And she's like, "You can talk to me." Yeah, which you know she's trying. She's trying to reach out to her kids. She's not being a helicopter parent. Yep. But she is trying to be there for her children. And she was worried. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she wants, she wants Nancy to talk to her so that she can help her through whatever it is that she's going through. Because mom has been where Nancy is. And moms have a pretty good sense about when something's wrong with their yeah, kid. They and do. Nancy was not Nancy. No. She was not herself. And she knew that. So, um, so, uh, they have a little bit of a, a talk, but they don't really say much. No. Um, and, uh, so Nancy goes up to her room. So the next morning, um, oh man, Joyce, poor Joyce. Jonathan oh, wakes up and hears Joyce trying to talk to Will through the lamps. Um, he thinks she's nuts. He thinks she's, she's just patently nuts. But if you were Joyce, yeah. And this happened to you. But one thing, and you see through the rest of the episode that she's not crazy. No. All, at this point, all we've seen as, of an audi- as an audience is there were some light shenanigans. So technically that could have been her misinterpreting. Did we not, have, did we not see the wall move? Oh, we did see that. We did see that. Um, but we don't know that it's Will. Mm. At this point, it could be some kind of malevolent thing trying to convince her it is Will. We like we don't know um, until we. I, I feel we get pretty good confirmation with the stuff that comes with the comes Christmas later. lights. But um, so Jonathan's like, okay, I'm gonna need you to ratchet down the crazy a lot. Can I make you breakfast and then you need to sleep, mom? And so she's like, okay. And because she tries to tell him that like Will is there and talk to me and like da 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 da, and he he wants none of it. Nope. He thinks and, she's but just from losing his, it. But from his point of view and his mom's he his mom has never really been stable. We've seen. Yeah. She's doing the best she can, and we know that. Yeah. But. And Jonathan's thing is like he's not here, mom. He's missing, and we're doing everything we can to find him. Yeah. Um. And so we go to the we go to the boys and. And Levin, and um, basically they're 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 talking about what they're going to do because now they're convinced that Eleven somehow has some insight into where, um, uh, into where Will is, and so they're gonna they're gonna uh, meet her after school, um, when the uh three one five at three fifteen, mm-hmm. and um, 
And in this point, if, if I wasn't already convinced that I am Dustin, this did it. Because Lucas brings weapons and shit, and Dustin brings snacks. And I was like, oh my god, it's me. Do we have enough trail mix? But he's not wrong, though. You need stamina. I mean, they've played. They know you need energy. You Mm -hmm. need your stamina. Lucas is bringing the weapons. Um, But I, yeah, in that moment, I was like, oh my god, I'm Dustin. But he brought stuff from Nam. Yeah. I'm assuming, okay, so this gives us the assumption from that Lucas's, from Lucas's dad. Dad or uncle or some. Served some, in the military. I'm, I, I would assume dad. I'm but going never, dad because he got his hands on it pretty quick. But that's true. We don't know for sure. And You're also right. these were available to the children. Just. Just there. This was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I do think it's great as it's good writing. With this, that they say, okay, we're going to tell our parents that we're at the AV club. Yes. Alibi. A lot of times you'll see shows like this and they just kind of gloss over. The fact that they're just fucking off doing whatever. The parents have no idea where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I thought was amazing was the whole Millennium Falcon thing. My brother had that. Of course he did. And I hated him for it because I wanted it. Because Lucas is freaked out by her powers and Dustin is excited by them. Again... Oh my god, it's me. So I'm Lucas, right? Yeah. 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 God damn it. Let's be real. That's true. It's true. Um, and I'd be like, make it float. And Eleven is just, she just looks at him like, no. Um, and also I am Eleven. Yes. Because fuck you. Because fuck you. Um, Eleven is also kind of a cat. <laughs> yes, she is. Where she's like, I, I, I don't perform for you. I might do something when I feel like it, and she does later. Um, and so, of course, we get uh, we get Mike's mom calling down, and w- I think in one moment we were all Mike. The I'm coming. Yes, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's true. It is true. I was like, oh my god, there that there is so much in that that encapsulated being a child. I'm just, coming. I'm coming. It was, it's just great. Um, and so he, uh, you know, he tells Eleven where to meet them and he gives her his watch and it's real cute. And I, I love that he takes it off and puts it on her wrists, but doesn't clasp it. He just literally puts it on, on her, her wrist. wrist. She's precious. Um, he's afraid to touch her. Well, it could be. Plus, she's Plus a girl. girl. She's I know. A girl. She's yeah. a girl. Um, so we go to school and Nancy is, uh, doing the whole, like, oh my god, everybody knows. And she runs into... It's because they do. Well, she runs into Steve, and he's like, oh, I didn't tell anybody. Yes, he did. And she's like, I know you didn't. No, he didn't, but... He gets weird. Like, she gets weird about it, and he's trying to, like... He tries to put her at ease a little bit. Like, I yeah. didn't tell anybody, but, I mean, his friends were there. And at this point, I was afraid that he was going to do the whole distant jock guy finally got her in bed now he wants nothing to do with her thing but they didn't go that route did so that not. was nice he kissed her at the locker yes he did that's that's a sign of this is my territory yeah, yeah. um and so uh but nancy's like so did your asshole friend say something and and he's like listen it's fine we had a good time and she's like yeah i did um and so she goes to class and she realizes that barb is not there and nobody knows where barb is and it's like um so this is when we go to uh, Hopper and his deputies who, God, they really are not great deputies. No. They're kind Bless of like them. bumbling idiots. Yeah, they are. 
Um, and so they drive up to the lab and Hopper wants to go and he wants to, he wants to, uh, have a look around. And immediately this, this reminded me of Columbo. Did you ever watch Columbo in the eighties? Vaguely. So like he pretended to be this kind of idiot where he's like, ah, oh, just, just, just have just one more question. And you know, it would lull the, the bad guys yes. into a false sense of security. So I feel like he kind of did that because he's like, listen, Patrick, I know the kid's not here. I got to check the box. Like, what can you do for me? And he gets them in. Yeah, he does. And we know he is deeply suspicious of this place because of the pipe. And his suspicions are cons- are confirmed um, when, uh, you know, a little bit later um, in a couple scenes. Yep. So um, so he's like, come on, Patrick. He's not wrong, no. But Go the, ahead and the- talk to your boss and like. Yeah, the, the line of questioning. Do. So. We Hopper's a very multi-dimensional character. Yes, he is. I love Hopper. He's excuse me. Um, yeah, especially in comparison to his two sidekicks. <laughs> I think oh my that God, really. Terrible. But he can play the part. Yes, which I was, which I liked. I did too. That was fun to watch him because you know, yeah, you know he's playing a part. So, so you could. This is because he. Got the Emmy nod. Yes, he did. Yes, he and did. it's for this character. Yeah, I love Hopper. Me too. Um, so we get a really quick scene of. Well, it's not a quick. It's just not a lot of dialogue. This is one of those shows that you have to watch. You have to pay attention. I was trying to. If you're knit. just trying to get on on visual cues, you'll miss a ton of stuff. I I tried to knit watching one of these episodes, and I got like two rows in. I was like, no, I have to. Yeah. Um. So see we see the screen. So we see Eleven, which bless her sweetheart. She she decides to dick around in the house. Well, she but she she goes ahead and levitates the ship. She though. does. I do want to say she does. She the does. Millennium Falcon took flight. Um, Thank goodness, because that would have that. Okay, so fanboys and girls, every non-binary, yes. uh, everywhere, were like yes, yeah. Because I totally would have fucking made the Millennium Falcon fly. Um, Come on. One thing I also noticed in Nancy's locker was a trapper keeper. Bright. That big letter was important. Back keeper. Then. But her locker was awfully empty. Yeah. And she didn't seem to be carrying a backpack either. Mm-mm. She had like one textbook. And I was like, God damn, Nancy. Mm. Um, so uh she dicks around upstairs and she sees uh she looks at the TV until she sees a Coke commercial. And she has a very not great reaction to it, and we see why we get a flashback that she's been uh she's got the whole like headgear thing attached to her mm-hmm. and she's cr- she crushes a uh, a can of coke with her mind and this is when we see dr uh dr brenner uh overseeing this whole thing it's very much like a lab experiment very much and as she does it uh her nose starts bleeding it the room she's in looks to almost me, like almost an interrogation like, i was thinking interrogation room yeah it's mm-hmm. an observation room yeah and uh he smiles and you get the fact that it's like Oh, no. He's not smiling because it's like, oh, good. She's developing. Like, it's purely scientific. Oh, cool. What can we do with this kind yeah. is what I is what I took from it. Um. So. So, yeah. So we got a Joyce who does not seem to be coping well. So she she gets out some Christmas lights and she starts digging around with them. And then she realizes she needs a lot more. Damn. <laughs> and what I feel. Like, I felt so hard, not necessarily the situation, but she goes to the store. She she puts, like, 20 boxes of Christmas lights down. So many. And I will say they did at the right time of year to where that would have been feasible. Mm-hmm. And then her boss looks at her and she's like, check me out. Just 
Ring me up. Ring it me was, up, Donald, or whatever his name is. And you're just like, oh my god. I like, feel that. Sometimes I feel that, where it's like, just fucking shut Don't up judge and me. do the thing that I want to do. Don't judge me. So yeah. She's, but you have to, he did give her an advance, but she's giving it back. Yeah. She's giving it back. Yeah. Um, so I will say, my god, Winona Ryder in this. You get, she was born to play this role. You get the desperation, and yet also there's hope. Because she yeah, sees a this as a hope mm-hmm. yeah. that she can that she's talking to Will. Um, and so you're like, oh, well, this is going to be fine. Um, so we go to Hopper and his idiots. If I can stop you for just a minute. Sure, sure. This is jumping between characters. Yeah. But it's all part of the same plot. Yes. And you can follow the thread through. Yeah. Again, that's why I like smaller series. Smaller seasons. Yeah. Cause Gotham because will, you Gotham get... will do it and it'll go from this to that. Plot A, plot B, plot yeah. C. This is all part of the same plot. But still almost self-contained stories. The story's so tight that they have to be related. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. Um, so before we actually, before we get to the, uh, to the hopper business, which I love, um, I did want to remind people where they can send us the feedbacks. <gasps> feedback? Yeah. I love feedback. I do too. Yay. Uh, they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. And on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcast. There you go. Yay. Um, what else can they find on our website? Our other Podcast. Like what, John? Yeah. Uh, well, Gotham comes back September twenty first. Yeah, looking forward to that. Agents of Shield is much later this year because of Inhumans, which Inhumans is like the 29th, I yeah, think. Yeah, but Inhumans is out in theaters right now. Oh god, remember? Yeah, we're not going in the yeah, theaters. No, not doing that. Can't I don't want to see that hair in IMAX. I really no. just that would make it worse. It's, actually, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, Agents of Shield will be back out. We're, we'll be covering both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, my mind went blank. Oh, we're doing a Christmas on our random yeah. movies. We decided on the Family Stone. I do Family believe. Stone. I can't remember the name of it. No, you I don't think I want it. to. No, you're you're in denial. Your brain's in denial. And Zombieland for Halloween. Zombieland for Halloween. I'm looking. Uh, I can't wait. I, I need it. I think you can get it on Amazon DVD. Get the DVD for like less than five bucks. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. I have an excuse to actually get it now. There so. you go. There you um, go. It is the American. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, although they're totally not related. No, not at all. So, so yeah. Um, what else? Just random movies, There's MCU. The random movies, the MCU. We only made it through Luke Cage. Yeah, the that's MCU as, Netflix. As far as we could that's get. a lot of binging. Yeah, we bit off more than we could chew. Yeah. There, I don't know how we thought we could watch an entire season in a week. Yeah. And we were like, and, oh, that's plenty of time. It was and not. And live. Yeah, because it was... It was it, it was, was it was rough. rough. Yeah, it, it was, was rough. that was hard to do. We will get to Iron Fist. We will get to Defenders. the Defenders and the rest of them at some point. Just not right now. Yeah, can't do it. So. Stars are not aligned. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Um. So yeah, but there's lots of other stuff out there. Um. What's something else that they can find on our website? Our sponsor, unofficial natural fan of fragrances. They have a new line. I'm excited. Sort of. Well, they have. Uh, they've had smells. Ha- they have had a Harry Potter line for quite some time. You right. Can, they've got the Hogwarts houses. They've got the the Slytherin, the Ravenclaw, the Hufflepuff, and the Gryffindor. And you can get all four. 
if you get a bundle, you get a better deal on them because reasons, because that's just the way life works. Um, or, you know, you can get them to sort you if you yes. don't know what house you would like. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. But they also, I think they still have like Severus Snape. <gasps> oh, well, Hermione <laughs> Fuel Ball. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do that one again this year. I hope so. I hope so. I think it's one of their best selling scents. Yeah. It's the I limited edition. So. It smells like Christmas. It does. It Speaking does of Holly Jolly. Yeah. That's Holly Jolly right there. Yeah. In a, in a, in a spray bottle. Yes. Holly Jolly in a spray bottle. So I hope they're going to do that. But they have a new, uh, a new line. <sighs> Ilver Morning. Ilver Morning. Yeah, so they the, the have, uh they have different labels, they're blue. I know I I'm looking at them right now. Are they're you really yay? Cool. Um yeah, so uh they've got the the horn serpent, Pukwudgie, Thunderbird, and Wampus, which, which I am a Thunderbird. I'm a Thunderbird. We made the same house in something. No. I'm a Thunderbird. Is that Yeah, yeah, because I think it was I was still continuing to be like, Call call motherfuckers. I am a Thunderbird. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So what do you, do you have what they're? Yes, I do. Awesome. Um, horn serpent is vetiver, uh, lavender and lemon. Nice. That sounds nice. Uh, puck wudgie, which really JK, really, really, um, is ylang ylang, um, <laughs> lemongrass and ginger, which the ginger Ooh, intrigues me. Spicy. Uh, Thunderbird is geranium, sandalwood and rose water. Oh, I like that one. And then wampus is patchouli, lavender, and myrrh. Oh, yeah. They've I bet had, that's kind of Christmassy. They've had issues with the the rose because they try to keep them all natural. Yeah, and there is no. It's real. There is no difficult. Um, well, there's no essential fragrance that's mm-hmm. rose without it being exuberantly expensive because they their costs for these are based on the essential What's oils in that go into them. And, and rose essential oil is like, from what I understand, is very expensive. Yeah. So they compromise with using rose water. Yes. Yes. So. So, yeah, these are made with all uh, all natural essential oils. So. They have a butt ton of reviews on Etsy. That's awesome. Yeah, they do. That is amazing. They That's, do. It's been a while since I've checked their uh, Etsy page. How much is the uh, the bundle? For the bundle's four? 25 bucks for all That's four. That's for four. Yeah. And if you use our code... Random Tea Podcast, no S. You get uh, 10% off. Exactly. So do the thing. So then it would be like twenty two fifty. Yeah. Or something. Something like that. So Do the thing. Christmas is coming too. And I'm they telling usually, you. They usually do a really good. They have uh, a good Black Friday. Black Friday. That whole weekend they usually do a lot this, of specials. I think so. this might be a lead into it. <gasps> Yay. So, yeah. That's that's awesome. But yeah. So, the yeah. The. Uh, labels are really cute. Aren't they pretty? I really like they're them. St- they're in their, they're in the amber spray bottles because mm-hmm. you want to keep your essential oils. In yeah, that, you don't want to the get amber. them scuzzy. No, because they'll get they'll get icky. Yeah. So. so I'm looking forward to that. So there's the link on our uh, homepage. It's in our show notes. I'm telling you, Christmas these make great Christmas presents. If you've got a friend who's into DC, they've got DC Comics, they've got Marvel, they've got some Disney, they've got Harry Potter, they've got uh, Supernatural, Sherlock. Uh, God, Supernatural, um, I'm looking at the You're thing. on the Game web- of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Pokemon. Uh, got Doctor Who. Oh, Star I forgot about Wars. the, I forgot about the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. Time. T-H-Y-M-E. I laughed for about 10 minutes when they first put those out, and I was like, that's perfect. They're all time-based, too. Yeah, uh, it's... Marvel, like, a ton of stuff. Yeah, ton of so stuff. if you've got a, a friend with any, in any of those fandoms, I'm telling you, they will... Head over heels for this. Yes. Stuff. They smell so good. Han Solo smells like space oil. 
And that sounds weird, but it's awesome. It's weird, but it smells really good. It smells like Han Solo would smell. It does. Yeah. It does. So, so yeah. All right. You ready to get back to it? Uh, when am I not? Well, except for now, because bad things happen. Um, so my sweet baby Hopper, who I love, continue to just adore. Um, he, uh, he's with the, like the head of security. And um, they're they're looking, and he's like, "Oh, so this this kid supposedly climbed out out of that." And Hopper's like, "Yep. Uh, do you have any video of that night?" And the guy's like, "Sure, we totally do." And so he shows him this, and I was like, "Oh, welcome to the eighties. It was grainy. It was so and terrible. Grainy, yes, and on um, tape. On tape. You know they have the actual VHS tapes. Yes. And I will say there was like a f- weird flare on it." And I thought he was going to... It was very It flair too, wasn't it? It was, but I thought he was going to focus in on that. And I thought that was going to be the, oh, you can see too. where... But he, he went one step further, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and so as they're leaving, uh, his his cops are like, well, I guess that's not it. And he's like, "Um, did you see rain on the tape? Because it was raining that night. Because they, they had to suspend their search. And so. he was like, they're lying. <gasps> I wonder if they made his deputies so bumbling to make him look smarter. He had to explain or, things. And that way you get the explanation to the audience. Whereas if they were yeah, if they were right there with uh, him, he wouldn't have to, have to necessarily talk. But they could have spread that around. They could have had Powell explain one thing. I felt like it was Lenny and Carl from share, The Simpsons. Share, oh, God. It's Lenny and Carl. Yeah. Yes. Ruminate on that. I need a moment. (laughs) It is. Damn you. (laughs) Things you can't unsee. Nope. Uh, I mean, they could have shared the love, but I love Hopper, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think think that's what. Plus, I kind of get the impression that Hopper is better than this position, but yet it's usually, there's usually not much going on. Hopper's character has yet to be explored fully. Yes. So, I could... Cause, cause, I volunteer as tribute? Because I get the thing where it's just like... You screwed right past we, that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Okay. You want to explore his character? Yeah. I'm doing quotation fingers. Sorry. Uh, anyway. But yeah, so this is... I mean, Hopper could just get drunk all day uh-huh. and he like does feel, phone it in, but he's a good but, guy and a but, good cop. But to your point, he feels other. Yes. Much like our uh, our, our boys. boys are and, other. And Eleven and Joyce. And Joyce. Especially we see in this episode. Are other. Um, so, uh, so we go downstairs at the lab and we see Dr. Brenner. And, and I already um, feel squeaky. And, it, and it's already creepy. Um, because if the flashbacks with Eleven oh. are not giving me warm fuzzies about this asshole. No, it's not. But it's also very important to mention that when Hopper is asking the guy at the lab, the guy that was escorting him around, who runs this place? Yeah. So he does get that information. Yeah, he He's, does. Yeah. It's important to... That's for later. And so we see that they are about to... Uh, this, this thing that we've seen where it looks like it's some kind of like a plant life growth It looks portal. a lot like that stuff from the bottom of the pool, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it looks like it's gotten bigger. Um, bigger. Because we, we saw this a couple oh, yeah, episodes yeah, 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 ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, it looks like they're, they're suited up and they're bolting something to the floor. And you're like, what's going what on? Um. So we go back to Mike's house and Eleven continues her, I'm a snoop around your house. Because again, like from what we've seen, she is not used to this kind of anything. No. All this is new to her. And so she goes and looks in Nancy's room and she sees 
pictures of Nancy and Barb and like just dumb kid stuff. And she just, it's kind not, of, it's not just kid stuff. And as gender roles are yeah. terrible and horrible. Yeah. And, and should still not a be thing a thing. Society sucks. However, we've seen her with the boys and the mm-hmm. boys stuff. She is much, she seems much more mesmerized by the pretty. Yes. Yes. She likes the pretty. The ballerina in the box and the Nancy's frilly stuff and, mm-hmm. and the, and the, yeah, yeah. She seems, it seems to hit her in a way that the boys. Well, and I think it's so didn't. different than what she's been exposed to. Yes. Well, yeah, because the lab is so clean and clinical and mm, yeah. more but it, stereotypically I, maybe, masculine stuff, like the same colors she's getting yeah, from so the boy stuff. Yes, yeah, so I'm not sure if I was reading that into her, this scene, but I felt like she does she seem very mesmerized, mesmerized by by Nancy's room because the 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 Millennium Falcon she's floating and she gets bored with that. She yeah. goes upstairs, she sits on the the the, the recliner, the, lazy the phone. She's like, yeah, eh, and she's in the house. But when she goes into Nancy's room, she seems very <gasps> entranced by yeah. it all. Yeah, me when I see anything with a unicorn or sparkles or <gasps> yeah, a or llama a or a la llama. llama. Um, and so, um, we go to, uh, we go to the school and Nancy is hanging out with, uh, Steve and his asshole friends. And, um, she asks about Barb and Tommy's a dick about it. And he's like, who? And she's like, you know who I'm talking about. Tommy is a dick. Oh, and And so Carol. Steve Steve says, you know what, who she's talking about. Yeah. And Carol's, oh, Carol's terrible too. And, um, but Steve comes to Nancy's uh, side. I just yeah, and all she wanted to know was, was she there when you left? It was an easy question. And so basically the answer is no. She was gone by the time they left. And so this is when we find out that um, that uh, Steve may not be telling people that they ha- they did the do, but Carol and Tommy sure Definitely are. are yeah. But then again, if you know Carol and Tommy, I don't know that anybody would take them with would just take them with a grain of salt they're assholes so these two are supposed to be the popular kids yeah i don't remember okay in my high school they're assholes but in my high school the popular kids were not that douchey yeah yeah i mean they were above everybody it's else, usually but they weren't that douchey people adjacent to the popular kids that are trying to be popular yeah. that are a little bit more cruel yeah but yeah these two are assholes so like at that point like when they're like, oh, Steve, oh, Steve. Like, I don't know that anybody was like, oh, that means Nancy and Steve really had sex. But then again, it's Nancy's reading a lot into. As she would be for her character. It makes right, sense, really. So. Right. Because she's been taught that this is bad and, you know, whatever, whatever. So, um. Now, Steve does try to soothe Nancy's he's fears. He's like, I'm sure she just skipped school. It's probably, he, it's probably completely benign. Which tells me he's not ignoring her feelings. Yeah. So, uh, he's not perfect, though. Nobody's perfect. No. So she sees, uh, in passing, she, she sees, uh, Nancy, or Nancy. She sees Jonathan She is Nancy. By. There she you is go. Nancy. Um, so we go to our, we, we go to the boys, and they are looking for rocks for their, for their slingshot. For the their wrist rocket. For the wrist rocket. It's not a slingshot, it's a wrist rocket. God! Get right. Oh my God, they're such dorks. And so this is when Lucas is just like, oh, my God, you love her 11L. Will you marry me? Um, <laughs> it's great. And, 
of course, this is when these asshole kids come over and they and they hassle our babies. But see, only your really good friends can rag you like that. And That's get away true. With it. That's true. Because I've heard us. Oh, we on talk the shit. Xbox party. We talk we shit talk about each shit. other. But oh my god, if you're not one of my people talking about one of my people, I will fight you. I will take you down. Yes. And so this is when, uh, case in point, asshole Troy. Has there ever been a good Troy in an 80s movie? Because Troy's the bad, the bad asshole in, uh, Goonies. Oh. Well, that's probably why he's named Troy. There you go. Is Goonies. Actually, it probably is. Um, seriously. It, and, yeah. James, and James was just, everybody was named James. Yeah. If you weren't named Steve, you were named James. Yeah. And so, um, or they, Mike. Or Mike. Or Mike. They start talking about Will, and they're like, oh, he's dead, and da-da-da-da, and I'm like, oh, God, again, assholes. Um, and so he tri- they trip Mike, and they walk off, and uh, this is when they find a really good rock. And, and I will so again, say, like— So, you see—so, like, two seconds ago, Lucas and Dustin were taking the Mercilessly piss taking the piss out of Mike. Out of Mike, but the second— They close Troy ranks. James, they close rank— Mike falls down, he trips, he busts his chin, which, by the way, his chin stays scratched up for a good long time. Yeah. Much like um, Indiana Jones' scar <gasps> on his chin, oh I just want to say. Um, but that second they find, here's the perfect rock right yeah. here, and then they all bond right back together. And I will say they don't, they don't talk about it. No. They don't try to comfort him. They don't try to be like, they're just assholes. You, got, I got the sense that this happens a lot and it just, they roll with it and they don't really well, talk about it. And it's the same thing with Dust that happened with Dustin when he mm-hmm. did the thing with, with the his arms. arms the, yeah. Whatever. Um, so, uh, this is when we see Jonathan and he goes to the dark room at school and he's developing these creepy ass pictures that he took. Um, and some girl sees him and he panics and does not act guilty at all. And leaves. Um, And so we get really quick scene of Joyce stringing up Christmas lights. Just as Karen comes by with the casserole. Karen uh, being Will's. uh, Right. Being Mike's mom. Mike's mom and Mike's little sister. And so you're like, yeah, I mean, like, she has a crazy amount of of Christmas lights up. But also this explains how Eleven was able to be all over Mike's house because mom. Yeah, was out about. Right. Um, it's a pretty cohesive plot. It is. It is. And so, uh, this is when we go back to Hopper and, uh, he's going to do some old school research, literally old school. They don't have computers. <laughs> um, and so they go, they go to the library. <laughs> I thought this was amazing because she's like, you have a lot of nerve she showing up here. him out. You have a lot of nerve. And she's, she's like, you never called me and you could have just said that like you didn't want to see me. And so he's like, um, so we want to do some research. Well, and he tries to ask her out for next week. Yeah. Oh my God. It's great. Um, and so she, she gets sassy about like, shouldn't you be working that missing persons case? And he's like, we are. We are. That's why I'm here. And so they start looking for anything with the, um, with the lab. The lab. And so she, she shows them. Um, and we find out that they find some articles about, uh, this woman, Terry Ives, uh, swears that they stole her daughter, Dr. Brenner specifically. And, um, they found articles relating to him and relating to the lab. Um, and, and what else did they find references to? Um, what? MK Ultra. Oh Yeah. The, yeah, CIA, yeah, yeah. the old CIA mind control program. Yeah, which is, was a thing. It's, but it's it's now such a trope. It is. and But, like, that's the thing. Stuff was just really starting to come to light about it back then. 
And it, this was, you know, before a lot of that had been declassified. And so there were just kind of rumblings. So it was something that would be very a, provocative yeah, back was, in the day. Uh, let's say uh, officially halted in 1973. Mm-hmm. So it's only been a decade. Yeah. But it's still in the mind. And it happened. Yeah. It's, this, it's a real thing. It it's happened. mind control and LSD and crazy crazy stuff and Alice wasn't that re- wasn't that remote viewing and all that tied up in into I it i think so um so yeah and that's and then there's the wiretaps on the phone that we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, a couple episodes ago that because i remember because i remember i talked about the wiretapping yeah was a thing on people's minds so yeah. so um this is when joyce is like oh yeah christmas lights totally doing this for a not crazy reason well we or, loved Christmas. You really like Christmas, and Joyce is like, "Yeah," or um, uh, Karen's like, "Yeah." No, it's not crazy. Seems totally no, normal. Um, and so they're awkward. Again, we see Mike's mom trying so hard. Yeah, she but you also see that they're different. Some- they're very different. Yes, women. but she wants to help somebody. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, she's like, "I made a goddamn casserole." Um, so this is when we see yeah, uh, little little Holly kind of wandering around and she's following flickering lights i'm like not the little girl i know the it's it's the puppy (laughs) it's the dog all over again i know and i was like oh my god and so um she's following the lights. she is she's just following the lights and uh immediately they're like uh that you know where's holly and and joyce immediately is panicked that they don't know where holly is she knows there's weird shit going on Mm -hmm. and her son's missing and so we see, um, the audience sees that kind of thing start coming through the wall again. And this is when Joyce comes in and pulls Holly away rather forcefully. Very poltergeist. It was, it was, it was the blonde po- little, the little girl. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The blonde little girl. Yep. Very poltergeist. Yep. And, um, and this is when Holly looks kind of not super freaked out, but also like she's a youngin. She asks Holly if she saw something. And the little girl says yes. And she starts to try to question the kid. And Karen immediately is kind of put off by it. And finally, she's just like, you, you guys have to go. And I totally see where Joyce is coming from. Yeah. You yeah. need to get this little. And it, it, she was like, you need to get the little girl. But it's out also of here. like, oh, my God, somebody else saw it, too. That. Well, yeah, there's that. But also maybe Will's trying to communicate again. I need you to get out. So, I mean, there's Plus, there's also danger, potentially. There's, yeah. Yeah. There's multiple reasons why she would want yeah to get them out so so we get a really quick scene of nancy um calling barb's house which man i know this feel from teenage times where you're like so uh, what i want to cover for my friend's story were you i mean real thing were you told (laughs) because her mom's like oh i thought she stayed with you oh yeah she totally did i meant this morning did she go home this morning um because her mom doesn't know where barb is either and eventually, like, I will say her mom kind of picks up and she's like, tell her to call me as soon as yeah. you find her. She's she's telling Nancy, I know something's up, but I'm not going to call you out on it. Right, right. Because a lot of times it's the friend being put in an awkward position. Because mm-hmm. I've been in that position before. <laughs> um, where it's like. I've been on both sides of that. <laughs> I've been on the position where I'm like, you couldn't tell me I was supposed to lie for you. Yeah. And I've put my foot in my mouth without realizing it. But anyway. Well, you know, if you're. You, you know I mean, be, you got to cover yeah. your bases if you're going to be up to some C-Y-A, shit. CYA, it's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, so this is when uh, we see Jonathan, and oh, like, <sighs> we were just talking about this before the cast. 
this bothers me because bullying bothers me in a very visceral way. So I didn't like the way Jonathan was being treated. But yet, and Jonathan yet. did a really creepy thing. And yet, Jonathan wasn't lying when he said, I was out looking for my brother. Because he was. And yet. And yet he continued to take creepy pictures of Nancy. Yeah, he did. So, like, I, we were talking about this. I like the idea of Jonathan. Again, with well, being and the we other. talked about we talked about why because he he's the other he's the outcast he's, he's kind of more sensitive we, than the he's living a a real life he's not right. living a cookie cutter life and we want to identify with him we want to cheer for him but oh my god Jonathan is so creepy and I can't excuse him no and I also, just can't I think it's really interesting because you get a lot of geek guys these days saying well i mean i was beat up a lot as a kid so that i can not i can be up. a dick to to mm. girl nerds or to other groups because you know i was bullied as a kid like no that's bullshit yeah that's bullshit and it's like yeah he's kind of a sensitive guy and but that doesn't excuse shitty behavior no and I have to appreciate that Steve is trying to stand up for his now girlfriend. He actually cares about her. Yeah. He actually he does. He could have. He could have been. You want to go on the creep? No, that's not where I'm going. Oh, he yeah. He could have yeah. gone with the creep factor and kept the pictures. That's true. He did not. He tore them up. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't keep them for his own happy times. Wayne Bank. <laughs> I was I was going PG apparently. I didn't do that. Uh. So. Again, I'm, but of course I'm going to defend Steve. I know you are, but yeah, um, I don't know why I just am. So, uh, I thought this was interesting though, because it's, again, it's really nuanced because you're, you're led to believe that Jonathan is the sensitive guy that you can root for at the beginning. And you're led to believe that Steve is the asshole popular jock. And yet, and yet, but neither one is fully a hundred percent great or fully a hundred percent a dickweed. But it makes them real people. It does. It makes them real, it full. Absolutely does. Three D. Yes. Almost four D. Because sometimes I feel like I can smell Jonathan. <laughs> um, bless his heart. Oh, honey, please cut your hair. Uh uh. Uh-uh. Oh, that hair's terrible. Oh no, that hair is a travesty. No, he can't afford to cut his hair. Come on. I could cut it better. And that's really saying something. But anywho, um, so he smashes the camera, which bothered me more from a, I know he's a poor kid standpoint. Um, and that kind of sucks because you can tell that's his one like luxury item and it's his hobby, but also he was real creepy with it. So yeah. it's real shitty. So anyway, um, so uh, Nancy also does notice that one of the pictures is of Barb. And so she picks she picks up the remains and she leaves with the others. I don't think Nancy's as creeped out about the situation as she should be. As she should be, but also she's worried about Barb. So I kind of have to give her a pass on that. But I feel yeah. like. But again, this is the eighties, and it was okay for guys. Not okay, but as it a, was seen as it was, it could a, be seen as flattering. Yeah. Yeah, eh. which is twisted and creepy. And women, we got to get women and girls, yeah, girls, yeah, young, out of that mindset, out of that mindset that that's okay. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, it, yeah, it bothered me that he Nancy, just got really aggressive with you because he likes you. Like, no, no. Oh, he pulled your pigtails mm -hmm. because he likes you. No, that's, that's physical 
attack. No. Yeah. yeah. So, um, sorry. So we get a really quick shot of Eleven. Um, she goes to the place where they tell her to, and she's waiting for the for the boys. And, we and she's she's. Re- uh, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, 315, hissing at her yeah and so this is when she uh is getting uh taken away and she's we've we've seen this before where she's yelling papa papa so clearly we have to assume brenner is her father or her her father figure at least but he still calls her 11 jesus christ she's got a tattoo on her arm she's a number to him and she's calling him papa it really hurt It, it hurt my heart so much and so the orderlies try to take her but she gets, she plants her feet and she's, she's done. Yeah. And I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. She knocks the door back, knocks one of the orderlies into the wall and snaps the other one's neck. And I'm like, at, at one point I, I'm like, I know I should be horrified. This sweet child has killed. And yet I'm cheering for her. So one of my big questions at this point is, was she born with this? Was this cultivated in Maybelline? her? Or maybe it's Maybelline. Um, are they, are they just trying to heighten her power? Is it We something don't know. We have yeah. no way. Is it some drug they've given her that gives her this ability? Like, it's, it's so nebulous at this point. We don't know. But we know she's basically a lab rat. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, you kill them, orderlies. You kill them dead. And she did. But then Brenner is, he rewards her. He gives her, um, he, he touches her. her. Yeah. When he touches her face, he gives her attention. Yep. Uh, what she, this and this My is all she baby. wanted. This oh, was all she wanted. I feel so bad for and her. And she just and like her ear, her ears, her ears bleeding. bleeding. Yeah, because that was and she just a big falls into him. Yeah, my that poor sweet this angel. Is all, which tells me this is all she's known. Mm-hmm. He's all well. He's all she's known. Yeah, and it's oh, my. oh, it hurts my heart. Mm. Um, so this is when the boys show up and uh, they're gonna. She's gonna ride. Uh, on the back of Mike's bike, and they're gonna they're gonna go looking for Will. That's a very dangerous thing to do. Yeah, that's how I have a scar on my ankle. Oh yeah, where you were doing nothing. The size of the nickel. I don't know. I don't know I what don't know. happened. I don't know, Mom. I don't know, Mom. My entire ankle is chopped like you know ground beef, and yet you have I to take know. me to the doctor to get bandaged up. And yeah, that was the one that you didn't tell your mom about until you were in your. I 20s. was in my twenties. Where you were like, hey, here's she, what happened. We were sitting, I don't remember where, I think it was You like, were sitting on the handlebars though, weren't you? No, I was sitting on, just like she was. Oh, okay, you now, were sitting on the now back. Now, you'll, you'll see this particular bike that she on has little foot thingies yes, on that back tire. it does. Mine did not. And so you were just. My foot got yeah. caught up in the spokes and it chopped it right Ooh, up. Ouch. So, yeah. Um. So, uh, we see Nancy. She finally gets kind of fed up. Um, with, uh, Carol and the asshole. And so she, uh, she doesn't want to go to the game with them. She realizes she has something to do with her mom. She's, she'll see him later, which was so transparently stupid. Um, but you know, whatever. And so, uh, Eleven and Mike are walking. They're walking through the woods and, um, Eleven wants to know about his chin. Why, why did they, why did they hurt him? 
And he's like, oh, no, I fell. And she's like, no. Friends tell things to each other. They tell each other the truth. And I was like, oh, my God. Fr- friendship. Friends. And um, so Mike's like, okay, it's this guy, Troy. He tripped me. He's a mouth breather. And um, she's like, okay. And so... Which is kind of a parallel to her snapping the orderly's neck. A bit. She gets, <laughs> I mean, she gets it though, in a, but she gets it in a big way. In a, yeah, yeah. I think way more than they even understand. Yeah. And so we see, we see Nancy go find where Barb's car was parked, um, by by Steve's house. She, wait, I'm not. She parked in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I realize it was down the road from Steve's house, but I'm like, there's no sidewalk. There's nothing. No, no. But like, we've seen Steve's. Was that even legal? Steve lives in that wooded area. So, and if he's a rich kid, he might have a house away from a neighborhood. Well, and they, he's going to have a lot of, pro- Wait, I got the impression they have a lot of property. Right, right. And so she, uh, she goes to see his house. She looks around the pool. She hears something. So of course she goes out there. And she's calling for Barb, and she hears something, and immediately, I will say, she gets freaked out and runs. Didn't something flash by? Yeah, we got a flash of something. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we go to Will's house, and his mom has gotten him to acknowledge that he's there through the Christmas lights. She does the blink once, blink twice, for yes or no. And, um, the crawl space in the wall was weird to me. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool and creepy. Oh, like the panel weird. and the, yeah. I was like, I want to see your passage. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. Those. Yeah. And so, um, we find out that he is alive cause, cause she, she kind of asks him in that. I don't really want to know the answer because it might be bad, but also I need to know the answer. And he says, yes, he's alive, but he's not safe. And so then she decides to, uh, pay. Yeah. Because, yeah well, the, in the, the, the yes and no questions that she's doing, she realizes she needs more information. She's, I want to help you. You're, I know. Okay. Now I know you're not safe. How do I get to you? How do I help you? Now I like, that's not a yes, no question. This is where I really, I felt for Joyce because she does the whole, I and this could just be me reading stuff into it. I got the whole "you're a really smart kid and you're probably smarter than I am." Tell me what to do. Yeah, you have an understanding of this that I do not. Tell me what to do. I need an adultier adult, <laughs> um, son. And so she paints letters up on the wall, um, and you're like, "Well," which, yeah. by the way, was I, I wonder if she had a "what would Will do" moment. You know? Yeah, it was so smart. And also that became a huge thing. So this was a big episode in a lot of ways. We got was, we got the lights on the wall. We the got the lights with the alphabet. We actually well was um weren't they at two to one beacon last somebody year? Somebody did that uh, by their door. Did it by it was their door decoration and they won, didn't they? Yeah. They had working lights too. Yeah, they had yeah. a ba- they had a battery pack it that it was plugged amazing. into. It was and they really had a awesome. time to the it. It spelled something out. I I can't remember. It wasn't. I, just I know run. by the end of the weekend they were running out of batteries. Yeah, so. but it wasn't just run. It was uh, it was timed to like something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, uh, but it was really cool. It was. Yeah, they totally deserved to win. Um, and so um, we get really quick. Nancy comes home. Um, and she finally kind of sort of tells her mom what's going on. She thinks something really bad happened to Barb. 
and her and her mom is immediately like comforting her. But mom's been waiting to help somebody for so long. She's I know like, she's trying so she, hard. She wants. I think she feels helpless. Yeah, she I needs do too. to do something, and neither of her children are really engaging then, you with know, her. her. Her friend. Yeah, Joyce. Her I mean, co-mom. They, like, they share, yeah, they share kids. So yeah. You've got to be at least a little friendly, if I mean, not friends. I, I know that relationship. It's weird. Where you're like, and we yet, wouldn't be hanging out any other way, but also, like, our kids are friends. But you yeah. kind of have to. It's kind of like the siblings of friends. Yeah. Like Joy, sort of. like Jonathan and uh, Nancy. They're yeah. kind of around each other more than they normally would. Um, so we go to the library, and this is where... Um, uh, the bumbling continues, but Hopper's focus focusing on Brenner and he's like, this is where, you know, the CIA comes into it mm-hmm. and um, he uh, he sees a picture of Brenner with a bunch of kids in hospital gowns. And there's that piece of cloth uh-huh, that, that was found. a hospital gown. Yeah. And so uh, Hopper's starting to think that Will saw something that he shouldn't have seen and he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But this is when... Uh, but but the other officer, Powell... Powell. Powell. Yeah, because it's <clears throat> on his little name tag right there. Yeah. He's just like, no. No. He's, he's noping out of this. I don't think so. He, he nopes it nope real hard. Right out. And this is when the other deputy, Callahan, calls, and uh, we see them run out of the library. Yeah, they do. And you're like, oh, shit. Um, so this is when... Uh, again, I was kind of surprised that they stayed out this late, because it's, it's dark at this point, or, or it's dusk. But it's... And the kids arrive no, at Will's house. But it's November. Yeah. And it's going to get dark earlier. It's not so much that they were out that late time of day. It's that they would be out when it's almost dark. Because, like, we saw how well, Will's mom, how Will's yeah, mom because is. The kids, with, yeah, because Will's not, missing. Not Will, Mike's mom yeah. was with, you know, be back, you know, before, at, before dark and all this stuff. Yeah. So they go to Will's house and Eleven's like, no, he's here. And they're like, he's not here. And she says, no, he's hiding. And you're like, oh, okay. And so this is when we see uh, there's just this caravan of police drive by. But with what we've seen with Joyce, you're like, she's not wrong. She's not. And that's the thing. Well, the audience knows what Joyce is going through separately. So we see everything. So, yeah. And Eleven knows nothing about that. And so you're like, oh, my God. You're like, but she's not wrong so they see this caravan of police cars drive by and of course they immediately go to follow and uh i have no idea how those bikes kept up with those police cars i know right even through those woods yeah no fucking way so this is when we see joyce she finishes painting and she starts talking to will she wants to know where he is and he spells out that he's right here and then she's like what do i do what do i do this is when she's like i don't know what to do for you and he spells out run run um, and so this is when we see, uh, the lights flashing and the There's like a wall power monster. Yeah. The wall monster. Okay. So this is where we see he's crouched down and he's that humanoid. And he's got those real, this, we actually get a look at mm-hmm. him. He's got the, I say he shouldn't. They. They. It. It has these real long arms and it has no face. Mm-hmm. But it's humanoid. Yeah. So it's, it's got a head creepy. and two arms. It's bipedal. Because a lot of times, human-esque but not quite human is creepier than a completely foreign monster. It kind of alien, kind of Slender Man too. Kind of Slender Man, but it, yeah. this is way, way, way before Slender Man. So who the fuck knows? Mm. Um, so this is when she also would like to point out she does run. She does run. She ain't dumb. And um, so we we get Hopper. 
show up at this quarry and apparently there was a state trooper uh, that, you know, is there. So the stateies are there and the boys ride up and they see uh, a body get pulled from the water. And it's it's a young boy with dark hair. Mm-hmm. And Lucas is like, oh, my God, it's Will. And Mike is angry. He's angry with Eleven because he's like, you led us to believe he was he was he was, he was alive. still alive and that we could help him. What is wrong with you? And then he rides off. And so I think Dustin at that point, again, I'm Dustin. Where he's like, don't do this. Don't do this. Mike. Where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Um, and so we see Joyce running and she comes up to Jonathan coming to the house. There's like one road. Yep. And this is when Mike gets home. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's just flashes and Karen's like, what's wrong? And he immediately starts crying and she immediately goes to comfort him. Karen's like, she's trying can do something. And so we see, um, now I do want to point out in that scene where, uh, Mike shows up at home and, and Karen's, you see Karen sitting in their sitting room with, with, there's Karen and Nancy and we assume to be Barb's parents. I thought it was Nancy's dad. Cause he had the glasses and he looked kind of confused. Um, could have been Nancy's dad and then so Barb's I'm, mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always assumed it was Barb's parents, but I never really looked. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think it was Nancy's dad. Okay. But at, at the very least, Barb's mom's there. Okay. So they're, they're so talking for, about the Barb situation. Can you imagine what it would be like to be Barb's mom? Your child is missing and then, and then they just found in. a body and yeah. yeah. Um, and so this is when, uh, and Benny has quote unquote killed himself. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shit going on in this town. Yeah, there is. And so this is when uh, the police pull up to where Jonathan is parked and we end the episode. Okay. I was, I, even in my rewatch, this brought tears. Yeah. It brought me to tears. Cause we get, um, talk about the music. My God. Oh yeah. It was, it was a really, it made you feel things. It was a really slow version of David Bowie's heroes. But it was Peter Gabriel singing it, who was quintessentially 80s. Um, but yeah, it was, he was. a really good choice. Mm-hmm. And it was very moving. And then, of course, you've got all this great acting going on with it. And it was very much an accumulation, almost a. I mean, because this is what, episode three? This is a climactic. This was a big moment. episode. It was huge. And it made you feel so much with characters you've only known for three episodes. Like when Mike finally breaks down in his kitchen. Yeah. And and the parallels between him and Nancy. Uh-huh. She comes home, finally breaks down to her mom. He comes home, finally breaks down to his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, about their friends. And you're just like, wow. It was, it was, it was heavy. Yeah. It was heavy. And you immediately have to watch the next episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's such, it's that sh- strong, cohesive storytelling. Yep. That they've pulled together in this. And I wonder if they're going to be able to hold it together in season two. I, I hope so because I love good tight stories that aren't, that don't get bloated and long winded. And if they can keep it this, if they can keep the story this tight. And focused and well, and well plotted and well told. Um, because at no point. And I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything, but at no point in eight episodes did I feel like it dragged. No. It no. Was, and it was constantly like, what's happening next? I need to know. Yeah, this was this is a binge show. Yeah. You can't wait till next week. No. I would have died. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Um, Very really, strong. I think this is probably. It's definitely my favorite of the three of the first three we've watched. Oh, yes. And talked about. Yes. 
might be my favorite of the whole episode or of the whole series because so much happened um and we got a lot of big moments like again it was kind of iconic joyce with with 45 minutes yeah joyce with the christmas lights that's like the stranger things thing now yeah yeah so you got a lot of uh good stuff with hopper not being an idiot uh with the kids trying to come up with their plan and again i'm dustin do we have snacks that kind of thing so i was just i really 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 enjoyed this episode i it was not fun but no, it was really no, good. nothing good happened. But was, yeah, yeah. In forty-five minutes, we got all that. So yeah, it was huge. Uh, so do you have anything else? No, I don't. All right, just a reminder: send your feedback in. Thanks. Thank you, guys.